Welcome to the She is Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Laura McLean, and I will be interviewing unstoppable women who are doing big things, making a massive impact, and changing the world. I hope you are ready to be inspired and start going after your biggest dreams. Today's guest, Karen, is the founder of the popular cooking blog, MamaChef.com, and the author of Six Minute Dinners and More a newly released cookbook filled with over 100 simple and delicious recipes to help busy families get dinner on the table with ease. Karen also started and runs Mama Chef's Soup Kitchen and Mama Chef's Little Free Pantries in Chicago, which provides food at no cost to those in need. So far, Karen has provided over 20,000 meals and over 15,000 pounds of non-perishable food. Karen's work and recipes have been featured on Live with Kelly and Ryan, WGN, Fox, NBC, CBS, and ABC, as well as featured in dozens of publications, including HuffPost, Working Mother, Costco Connection, Today Parents, and the Chicago Tribune. Karen is also a monthly food columnist for the Daily Herald. Please welcome my next guest, Karen with Mama Chef. Hi, Karen. How are you? Good morning. Good. How are you? I'm good. I am so excited to have you here today. And I am pretty sure all my listeners are going to be excited also. I am super excited. This is like the perfect podcast for me. I feel like it enables everything that I do. Yes. So most of my listeners are small business owners and moms. So six minute dinners, mama chef. Yes. We all need this in our lives. So why don't you just tell us how you got started, where this idea came from, and how you went from there to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Um, I actually love sharing the story because I feel like really my goal of starting it was to give people confidence in the kitchen. Like I think that um, it's intimidating to to start cooking, especially if you haven't. Um, And what I was doing is I mean, I'm going back like 15 years. I was sharing all of these recipes. I was making these meals and I've had friends over and they were saying like, how do you juggle it? How do you juggle working and being a parent and, um, you know, getting meals on the table? And it was really one night when I had a friend had asked for a recipe that I had shared so many times. And I was like, I'm putting all this on a website. Like I'm starting this, I'm putting it somewhere so I don't have to go back to my sent messages. Um, and I started the blog Mama Chef and it's M-O-M-M-A, uh, Mama Chef. I was like, that's such a cute name that totally describes me. I had three three kids. I have three kids at the time, but my three kids were younger, um, you know, at the time when I started this and I was kind of, it was kind of that, like, what do I want? What's the next chapter of my life? Like, what do I want to do? Um, and when I started this blog, it literally blew up in like three weeks. I remember saying to my husband and it was horrible. Like the recipes were great, but I created it. I think my hashtag was like, you can do it with a mom holding a baby with a dog on her foot. It was something I had like totally stolen off the internet that I couldn't keep using this logo, but I was gathering like thousands and thousands of followers. And so I revamped it within like probably eight months, I'd say I had around 70 to 80,000 followers. Um, And I was writing for magazines, like different parenting magazines, um, Huffington Post. And so it was fun. I was loving it. I remember getting a message from a mom who sent it to like my info at mamachef.com. And the subject was, thank you for making me feel like a hero in the kitchen. And she just said, 
I had never cooked. I have young kids. I didn't think I could do it. I made, I remember which recipe it was. She made my honey curry chicken. And she said, my husband came home, like his jaw dropped because it smelled so good. He did the dishes. He wouldn't let me get up. Like she said, you really made me realize that I can cook. And that was kind of the goal that I think we all need are these quick and easy recipes. Um, and that's, I think that's why it took off. Cause like I said, all the recipes are six ingredients and less and under six minutes prep time. And really like kind of my tagline is you can do it. Um, and then, so that's really how I got started on the blog. And then I'll talk about, I know we want to talk about kind of where after that, the soup kitchen and pantries, um, but then fast forward a couple of years. So I what year been, was that? So this was 2018 when I, two, the end of 2017 when I started the blog. Oh, okay. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it really just took off. And I had kind of this dream to write a cookbook. Like I had always said... I go walking and my neighbor works from home as well. And like, we would always do the walks. And, and I had said like, oh, I would love to write a cookbook, but who would buy, like, no one, know, this was before I'd started the blog. And I'm like, who, would, who knows me? Like I tell it to, you know, a hundred of my friends and family. Um, and then, you know, fast forward a couple of years, I put like a manuscript together. Um, I had this great following, you know, I really think I had the backing of, um, you know, a lot of followers, some wonderful testimonials. And I shortly after got a wonderful cookbook deal. And this is the cookbook that was released about two months ago. Um, it is really a great cookbook. It's called Six Minute Dinners and More. Um, it's over a hundred recipes, all six ingredients and less in under six minutes prep. Um, and what I did with it also, and I, you probably noticed this, like I wrote cute stories to start. I wanted to make it entertaining. Like I wanted it to make it the cookbook where people just kept reading, they were interested in. Um, and I, and I think that I, you know, from the feedback, the responses, I think that I've really done it. I, I, I love, I'm very happy with the way the cookbook turned out. Wow. That is so amazing. Like that is so exciting. Was it, it how did you feel whenever you were trying to write a cookbook? Were you overwhelmed with where to go or did it all go pretty smoothly? So when I, um, so what I did is I kind of put together a manuscript with some stories, some recipes. Um, I, and we'll talk about, I also opened in the middle of this because I wasn't busy enough as we all are. Um, I decided to open up a soup kitchen and start a free paint. I wanted to start helping using my recipes to help feed people in need. Um, and so I kind of put all of that together. Um, within two weeks, I actually had offers from three agents to represent me, which was like, crazy. I mean, I could not believe that. Um, and I actually went with one who had sent me a message with a photo of the meal she had made one of the recipes in the man. And she's like, take me, I, I can, I don't cook and I can cook and I, you know, I can use your recipes to cook. So she kind of sold me when, you know, I, if I realized she's trying to sell me on my recipes, then she was the perfect one for me. Um, and then I got the cookbook deal with um, a publisher, Page Street Publishing. It's the division of Macmillan. They were amazing to work with. But what they did say is, like, I figured, okay, I have all these recipes on my blog. This will be easy. And they're like, no, you can't use the recipes from your blog. So um, I was able to use about 20 of the most popular ones. And then I had to spend about, this cookbook took me about a year and a half of recipe development um, to come up with 
80 new recipes, um, you know, that kind of fit my quick and easy, um, you know, they had to really make sure that they were six minutes prep and six ingredients. So um, I had very happy children, my husband, my neighbors, like we did so many taste tests from the cookbook. So it was very overwhelming, just because Listen, when you're coming up with recipes, I know that I know how to cook them, but to ha put it down and just to say to other people, now you guys, like now, I, you know, I wanted other people to be successful cooking them. Um, so it was overwhelming just because I was nervous how, you know, they would turn out for everyone else. Um, but so far reading the reviews and, you know, people have tried this cookbook, um, you know, I get a lot of, oh my God, this is my new favorite cookbook. This is amazing. I'm now cooking. So it really was like a weight lifted off my shoulders to know like they, they're good. They really are great recipes. So why is that? Why could you not use the ones off your blog? Just they want a new, new content? Yeah. They okay. wanted to, I mean, what they said, which is true, they're like, people aren't going to pay for a cookbook if they can get them for free off your blog. So um, not only was it new content, like I have to be very careful about not sharing too many recipes from the cookbook um, because it needs to. And I think this is in general for most cookbooks. Um, they need to be original recipes because there's so much on the Internet now. And, you know, to go to it's easy to find, you know, just to hop on and to look for a recipe that's free. So they wanted to make sure that these are ones um, that they wouldn't you won't be able to find most of these anywhere else. So where can people find your cookbook? It's on sale on Amazon, it's on sale on Barnes and Noble. It's also at most of the Barnes and Noble stores. If it's not, you can just ask them to order it because I think they have a lot of them in the warehouse. Um, that's what someone had told me that they had done, like a small store in Florida. And they went in and they're like, sure, we'll get it for you. A lot of the small bookstores have it. If not, you can ask them to order it. And then what's nice about this, and I know we'll kind of talk about it, I um, kind of had this... I say this middle of the night, 2 a.m. idea where I was like, how can I use my recipes, my love of cooking, my resources to help feed people in need? Um, because I live in Chicago and in our area, there's, you know, you drive downtown and there's so many homeless people, unfortunately, on the streets. There's so many homeless shelters in our area. And so I thought that was really kind of the full circle for me that I really had that feeling of like, you know, when you have this thought and then it continues and you keep thinking it and you realize like, this is what you really want to do. That was kind of what it was for me. And so I actually opened up a soup kitchen um, in 2018 and we provide a really nice homemade five, six course meal every week. It's a weekly soup kitchen. And so we've probably provided over 20, 25,000 meals so far, which has been so great. And what's nice is I say to the volunteers who come in, a lot of them haven't cooked before. So they joke that they're getting a cooking lesson while they're coming in, you know, to come in and volunteer. And then I also started a little free pantry movement. When COVID hit, I was saying, as you probably were, as you're watching the news, you know, the really long lines at the pantries, the food pantries and food insecurity was really increasing. And I just had this idea, like, let's do these out similar to the libraries. Let's do these outdoor food pantries around Chicago. Um, my oldest son, who's 18 now, was 16 at the time, had just gotten his driver's license. So I said to him, you can run with this. Like, I've got enough on my plate. If you're getting a car, you can actually do some good with it as well. So he actually has been in charge of it. 
he brings around five to 600 pounds of canned goods every week or two. We have, I just installed my fourth pantry about a month ago. Um, they're in front of synagogues and churches in areas of Chicago with significant um, food where people are you know, facing significant food insecurity. And it's an amazing way to help give people food. It's anonymous. They can take what they need. And they've really been successful. Like they, there's been no vandalism. You know, we have cameras on there just to, just to prevent anything. And it's been such a wonderful way to, we get little notes in there sometimes thanking us for the food. So what's nice to kind of to come back to the cookbook is um, part of the proceeds from the cookbook are going back to feed people in need. And my publisher has generously also agreed to donate cookbooks, keep in the pantries so people can kind of take a look and see, you know, since they're limited ingredients and all the recipes, it's easy for them to be able to cook if they're, you know, if they're living in a home or even shelters. Um, We cook a lot for shelters and they've actually told me they've been starting to use my recipes when they're cooking, which is really nice. That is incredible. I love it. Yeah, I am so much a person that wakes up in the middle of the night with big ideas. Right. I love that you had this idea in the middle of the night and you ran with it and you turned it into something amazing. So that's just that. Thank you. Yeah. So you were recently on live with Ryan and Kelly. What was that like? I was. So I had it's actually funny. I'd gotten an email saying that they had heard about my work and the, the lady who had emailed me, I had sent it to my husband and said, there's no way this is real. Like, this is totally spam. Should I reply? Because, you know, he'll always say, be careful what you reply to. Be careful what you open. And we Googled her name. And I was like, oh, my God, this is legit. I was so unbelievably nervous. I say there was probably 75% of me that was hoping it would get canceled just because it was like my, since then I've done a lot of, luckily I've done a lot of TV interviews, like especially since the cookbook came out, I've gotten some great publicity, um, ABC, NBC, CBS, which has been so great. But um, this was really my first time, this is about a year ago that I was on the show. So it was the first time um, I was doing it. And I was just so nervous, but they were great. It was nice. And they gave me a $5,000 check for my soup kitchen, which was amazing. Um, Cause it's a small grassroots organization. Like I rely on friends and family for, you know, for the fun. So it was such a generous donation. Um, and they were really, really nice. Oh man. I love that. Yeah. I watched that and I thought it went great. They talked about your beautiful kitchen, which I see behind you, which yeah, is, you. I love that. I didn't know that you went on to be on the other, um, the other TV shows all or like TV appearances, I guess I should say, but that's really incredible. Yes, I did. So most of the TV since then, since the cookbook has come out, I've done a lot of cooking demos on the shows. So they're like six minute segments where I'm making, they kind of, you know, we, we tailor it to the time of the day that it's going to be on. But, you know, a lot of my recipes, and there's one that I've done um, on a couple of the shows that they've loved. You know, I joke, I say they make looking, they make um, going to get fast food seem hard. Like some of the snacks that I like the after school snacks I have in the cookbook, one of them is called tortizas. My kids actually came up with the name. It's a tortilla pizza. And it is so easy, so much healthier than getting fast food. And it takes five minutes. And like my kids have started making it on their own. Like I just keep the ingredients in my house and after school. So like those are the type of recipes I'm doing on the shows. And those are the type of recipes I think parents are really, really loving. 
Oh yeah. I know that my audience is just going to love this. Cause like I told you a while ago, before we got started, I just posted it on my personal page and I already got a lot of people asking questions. So once I posted on small business moms, I know. Yeah. It's something that everybody, we all need in our life. We're all trying to find balance between, you know, running our businesses and our kids. And we all need quick, um, quick recipes with easy ingredients. And I think this is perfect. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, so were you working when you started the blog? Did you say you were working? So I've always, since my kids were born, I've worked as a consultant. Um, I've actually worked as a fundraising consultant. I think that's why, uh, when I had the idea of starting the soup kitchen, like that would be a very daunting idea for most people, but because I had such a background, um, in, fundraising. And also um, my kids, and this is a great idea for your listeners as well. Um, it's really nice for to give kids the opportunities to give back. And a lot of times they're not so tangible. Like a lot of times they can donate money somewhere, but they're not really getting, it's not really hands-on. So what I did with my kids since they were little is once or twice, what they would do is they'd ask for gift cards to grocery stores instead of birthday presents. And we'd then talk to a local shelter and we'd go and buy, we'd sponsor a meal. And so we'd go and buy all the ingredients that were needed for one of their meals. And we'd go with my kids, with their friends, with other parents, and we'd cook the meal and we'd serve it. So um, first, it's like a great way to get kids to, to get exposed to what else is out there. Um, and also just to really feel good about giving back. And it's really nice for the guests to interact with young kids. Like I've realized people at my soup kitchen love talking, um, you know, to the younger kids, a lot of the guests we have are, you know, elderly. So it's really nice for them, like as a social event also. Um, But what I also realized by doing this, I knew what it was like to buy food and cook for 100 people. And so when I had this idea, I had the background of fundraising, which I was doing, which which is what I was doing as a profession, and then kind of this on the side, um, helping out the shelter. So I think that's why it was an easy transition to kind of decide to open up time consuming, but easy transition to open up the soup kitchen. Yeah. So tell me about the time coming. You started Mama Chef in 2017, yes. the soup kitchen in 2018, yes. and you're a wife and a mom and you're running all these things. What did that look like for you? How did you find some, I, I don't know what other word to ever say besides balance and nobody likes that word, but, um, how did you find balance during all of that? Um, so, you know, what? I get, I'm able to get a lot done during the day when I started most of this, like when I took on the blog and I took on the soup kitchen, all three of my kids were in school. Um, so it gave me some time during the day to really focus on this. Um, and, In terms of meals, you know, I found that, um, and I'm sure a lot of your viewers feel this way, sometimes we feel guilty when we're not doing what we, we, what we would expect that kind of what, what plays out in our heads is what we should be doing in terms of, let's say getting a meal on the table. You know, I've heard a lot of people say I'm working, I'm busy with the kids. I just have to bring in food. Um, And so I think that I had that feeling as well. Sometimes I'd say, I just, why can't I make dinner? I need to find find time to make dinner. And I think that's why I, um, why these recipes are such a hit because they really came from my need. You know, we're all so busy and they really came from my need of wanting to get meals on the table with very limited time. And so I kind of just 
figured out ways to do things fast. And with my kids, um, our quality time at night, which I know some people, you know, it's not, it's not the best quality time, but for us, it works. Like we'll watch a TV show together. We will, you know, if I'm working when they get home, um, it's hard. I try consciously to put down my phone. Um, but you know, I mean, everyone, when you get the email that comes in, it's really hard not to reply. So what I found a way to really juggle it is finding time with each one of my kids, especially at night, um, which has kind of worked for me. I love that. I love the one-on-one -on -one time. I've told my husband that I was like, I think I need a day with each kid by themselves yes. and yes. you need a day with each kid by themselves. So they're yeah. getting our undivided attention, right? A day just to them. Um, because we don't do that a whole, we more than that, we go together as a family or I'm right. taking both kids and he's home or he's taking both kids so I can be home and get caught up. And yes. I said, we need to actively do like one-on-one -on -one with each kid. Yeah. So I think that's a great, I love that. Yes. And that's what I found. And for me, it's TV, but whatever works, you know, and honestly, I, sometimes I cook with my kids. There's actually a chapter in the cookbook um, called, um, and I'll try to pull it up just to show you a picture, um, cooking with kids. So um, I'm talking to you while I'm pulling it up here. So I have a cooking with kids chapter in here. So these are great recipes that what I like to do is just kind of make it with my kids first, and then they start making them on their own. And if not, you just do it together with them. And so you're spending 10 minutes putting something together with your kids. But A, I found that kids love to cook. Um, I also teach a cooking class just once a week and it's always sold out. Like before the registration is, is halfway open, it's sold out because kids really like to cook. So, you know, to people listening, I think that if you want to take some recipes out of cooking with kids and start cooking with your kids, it's a really nice activity that you're both going to love and you get some fun, yummy food. I love that. I just, I showed my husband the cookbook and I was yeah. like, we need to start like doing this like plan our grocery meals and looking at this but my youngest son who's seven he loves cooking so oh, and I didn't even realize there was a uh, cooking with kids in here so he's going to be super excited about that yes show him to it yes I've had a lot of people send me send me notes emails or people I run into or reviews on Amazon saying that their kids have started um, someone actually wrote that their kids have started putting post-it notes in the cookbook with the recipes that they want to make together or that they want, you know, their parents to make for them, which is nice. Yeah, that's they're, so cool. They're, they're kid-friendly recipes, which is great. Yes, yes. I love it. So um, I'm going to go back to a question real quick, just that I think yeah. I'm bouncing around a little bit, but I kind of think that a lot of my listeners would like this. We're, like I said, we're almost all business owners. We almost all have websites. Yes. So blogging today. Has blogging changed a lot since 2018? There's the whole is blogging dead question. Right. Um, what do you think? Has blogging changed a lot? Do you still think um, starting a blog is a good idea? What are your thoughts there? So I do. I think starting a blog um, is a great way to get something out, like to get your ideas out. I will say I'm very conscious about not putting ads on my blog because what happens is if you go to a blog that has ads, um, 
you're spending at least even, you know, a cooking blog, you're spending a couple minutes alone trying to find the recipe. Like, have you ever gone and you're scrolling and scrolling and you can't even find the recipe? And it's like, um, there's memes about it now. Like you have to go through their like childhood story and they're totally, yes. <laughs> like this whole thing. And then you get to the very, very bottom and there's the recipe. <laughs> and there's the recipe and you're like, I'm done. Like yeah. I just spent 10 minutes looking for the recipe. I'm not making I it. I don't even so, want it anymore. <laughs> totally. That's how I felt like years ago. Cause it was like, like this for a while. And so I don't have any ads on my blog, which I think if someone's going to do a blog um, and they want people to really get to their content, I would say stay away from ads, stay away from the stories, um, you know, that are super long. Sorry, I have my dog up. Um, so yeah, so what I think if you want to start a blog, my suggestion to you would be um, don't put ads on there and try to keep the story short. Like I've the stories in my cookbook, the stories in my blog, they are cute and entertaining, but it'll take you 20 seconds to read them. And then there's the recipe. Um, and so people are really getting what they want rather than spending all this time, you know, seeing 25 different ads of stuff they could care less about. Um, what I think with blogging also is it's so social media dependent. Like you really need to have a strong following, um, at least in order to get the word out, um, you know, on let's say a cooking blog, or let's say you're doing a parenting blog. So I do think you really do need to focus on social media. Um, and if you don't love doing social media, I do think it will be hard to have a successful blog. If you want to do it as a hobby, like if it's something you just want to go at night, you're winding down, it's 10 o'clock, you need some you time. Um, I think it's a fun activity, you know, I think it's something fun to do and, you know, it gives you just some time to decompress and get your ideas out there. If it's as a business, um, I think you'll need to know, you'll need to invest a lot of money in social media, social media management. Um, and it, you, it's not something that you're going to make a lot of money off of, um, especially if you do it the way that I do, where you don't have ads. Um, but really my goal, and I think I told you this before, like my goal of doing this was because I felt very strongly about giving people the confidence in the kitchen. Like if I'm seeing a recipe that I have to spend five minutes getting down to, and then the recipe has 15 ingredients and 10 steps, I've been cooking for 20 some years. I'm not making that recipe. Mm -hmm. So to someone who's newly cooking or someone who can get intimidated, they're not making it either. And so I found that at least with mine, like I really, the reason I didn't do ads, you know, I, I wanted to just make this something where it kind of helps people learn how to cook and gives them the confidence in the kitchen. Um, and so I was really conscious about making, you know, my blog kind of an, an easy read and easy to find these like quick and easy recipes. Yeah, I have definitely felt that frustration before. My right. husband and I have joked about it. We've tried to like open a recipe and we're like, where is the recipe in all Where's of this? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, this is my profession and I still can't find it half the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I is it here? I'm not even sure if it's here. Right. I right. think this yeah. is just the story. Or right. is this yeah. where you're supposed to click continue reading right. or yes. swipe down or whatever. So I love right. that you did that. Um, and all the moms listening are going to love that also. Um, so again, six minute dinners, but people can find you by searching Mama Chef. Um, yes, yeah, so they can. So they can actually, if you go on Amazon, you go on Barnes and Noble, you can put in six minute dinners, um, six minute dinners and more because it actually has chapters, breakfast, lunch, 
soups and salads, dinner, fish, chicken, meat, cooking with kids, dessert. There's also a chapter in there called What's in Your Kitchen, um, which is all recipes. You know, as I like to say, that time we don't like to talk about in 2020 where we were stuck at home. Um, And so I started coming up with recipes then of things that I could literally find in my kitchen without having to go to the grocery store. Um, And so it's called Six Minute Dinners and More because there's a lot more in it. And you can either just look up, it's under my name, um, Karen Nakamowski on Amazon on Barnes and Noble, or you can put in six minute dinners, it will pull up. Um, I think it's actually on sale on Amazon right now, which is great. Um, there's a Kindle version and then just the regular um, hard copy version here as well. Great. And I'll put all that in the show notes for everybody oh. and I'll share it on all our social media. So it'll make it easier for everybody to find. Yeah. And I'm great about answering questions. I really do. You know, I want to, if people are intimidated or they have certain basic questions that they think are stupid, um, you know, or embarrassed to ask, totally ask me, I will answer them. So really feel free to reach out um, if you're, you know, starting to cook or if you have questions, um, I'm happy to, you know, to answer, to guide, to help you along. Well, I love that. And I love your story and I think you're doing great things. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in to the She is Unstoppable podcast. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review. My two boys are tracking downloads and reviews with a sticker chart, so your support will definitely bring a lot of joy to my home. For more information and resources, be sure to visit our website at www.lauramcclainandco.com. That's where you find everything for She is Unstoppable and Small Business Moms. We also have a personal development and business book club, a membership, and a t-shirt club. And I would love for you to join if you are interested in growing with an amazing group of like-minded women. Until next time, don't forget, you are unstoppable.